This week's comment, Dangerous Gamesmanship, by Steve Cole, from The New Yorker magazine, April 27, 2015. During the early 1930s, Bolivia and Paraguay fought a war over an arid borderland called Chaco Boreal. Congress passed a resolution permitting President Franklin Roosevelt to impose an embargo on arms shipments to both countries, and he did. Prosecutors later charged the Curtis Wright Export Corporation with running guns to Bolivia. The company challenged the resolution, but in 1936, the Supreme Court issued a thumping endorsement of a president's prerogative to lead foreign policy. In this vast external realm, with its important, complicated, delicate, and manifold problems, the majority wrote, only the president has the power to speak or listen as a representative of the nation. He alone negotiates. In this respect, the justices added, Congress is powerless. U.S. v. Curtis Wright Export Corp. has influenced law and the conduct of foreign policy for almost eight decades, but its admonitions have made little impression on the Republicans now on Capitol Hill. They have meddled in unprecedented fashion to undermine President Obama's nuclear diplomacy with Iran as he seeks, with Britain, France, Germany, Russia, and China, to cap Iran's nuclear program in exchange for relief from economic sanctions. The most egregious example came in March, when 47 Senate Republicans signed an open letter to Iranian leaders which contained a dubious analysis of the Constitution and warned the mullahs not to rely on any deal that Congress failed to approve. Now, a framework for a deal is in place, and many Democrats, such as House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, support Obama's policy. Others, like Senators Tim Kaine and Michael Bennett, have pressed the call for a congressional review of a final agreement due on June 30th, essentially on the ground that Congress should be heard. Last week, after reaching a compromise with the White House, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee voted unanimously for an act that sets prospective terms for such a review. Is Congress within its rights to insist on a vote? The Constitution states that the Senate must approve treaties, but the Iran deal would not be a treaty. It's a political agreement. Congress has voted on some political agreements involving nuclear issues as a matter of course, yet the specifics of the Iran deal make it more closely resemble the scores of diplomatic bargains short of treaties that Congress has ignored, including such important arms control deals as the one that created the Nuclear Suppliers Group. The Foreign Relations Committee Act is a measured one. It may allow only for speech.